0: Here we go! There's only four words. Only four this words. is Something Something Broncos. This one's for Pat! That guy gets the smell of the sun! There's only one person that carries the ball right yeah. here! Yeah! Tim Tebow back in the system? Oh, third. oh my god! Denver's going to test that. Hicked off by the Broncos! The old pro-gestive cinema! Here we hit! And shot! <laughs> Featuring Mike DeCicco. Omaha! <laughs> Omaha! And Jess Place. Let's go, fellas! Let's go! Welcome to Something Something Broncos. Oh, my God, Oh, my God, oh my God. Ah! Hello, everybody, and welcome to a special Thursday edition of Something Something Broncos. I am Jess Place, joined by Tim Lynch. Uh, there's breaking news of the day. Uh, we finally heard the, the mouth of Dove Valley has opened up and has spewed forth some information, some new exciting news. Tim, what's
1: the latest? Well, head coach Sean Payton uh, pretty much saying all the words that us fans said all of last year, but it came from the head coach, which is news. Uh, he spoke to USA Today's Jarrett Bell and was quite candid in his interview. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about some of the juiciest quotes uh, that came out. Uh, if you want to read more, you can go to milehighreport.com. Uh, it's going to be the featured story today for sure um but i think he basically threw everybody under the bus um you know obviously nathaniel hackett uh he backed over a couple of times in that bus uh and then ran him over again uh but you know george payton wasn't spared uh joe ellis wasn't spared uh i think russell wilson might have been spared uh judging from these comments uh let's go over a couple of them here like um, he was talking about, um, you know, who's to blame, that kind of stuff. Um, and and Peyton just came out and said, uh, it doesn't happen often where an NFL team or organization gets embarrassed, and that happened here. Part of it was their own fault relative to spending so much effing time trying to win the offseason, uh, the PR, the let's ride pomp. He didn't say let's ride, but you know, he said the pomp, which we he all know. Lied. Yeah, let's ride. You know, <laughs> uh, and then marching people around, all that stuff. Um, you know, he's not doing any of that. He went on to say that uh, we're not doing any of that. The Jets did that this year. You watch Hard Knocks, all of that. Uh, I can see it coming. You know, so he he kind of shot some. You know, across the bow over on the Jets organization, where where Nathaniel Hackett now runs the offense over there. Um, I don't know. What did you think uh, think of what he said about? About all that stuff, it's crazy. Well, I, I think it's it.
0: interesting. He kind of went directly at the Jets because we play uh, the Jets on October eighth, so we're gonna we're gonna be hosting them in Denver. Um, Nathaniel Hackett gonna be on the opposing uh, sideline. I, you you got to bet that uh, he's got that circled as a. Uh, must win game for those jets but wouldn't it be great to just go out there and just paddle their butts like just just whoop up on them and just make nathaniel hackett look like the goober that he really is
1: yeah yeah i would love to see that um you know he was he was also asked about russell wilson's uh down season you know and that that has to play into the conversation because i'm sure hackett pretty much told everybody wilson sucks and it's all his fault you know to get his next job but um you know Peyton went, went on to say, you know, there's, there's just a, there's so much dirt around that. There's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed, tolerated in the freaking training rooms, the meeting rooms, the offense. I don't know Hackett. I know a lot of people had dirt on their hands. It wasn't just Russell. He didn't just flip. He still has it. The BS that he hit a wall. Shoot, they could go. They couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. Oh, my God. Yes. You know. Thank could this, you.
0: Could this be like the the first time in a long time that someone from the Denver Broncos organization is finally calling a spade a spade? Like yes. they're like that was no awful. Sugar that was terrible. Uh none of this let's ride crap like saying what we all knew. And like that's like I appreciate the dose of truth, the dose of reality that that came out in in this in this uh, article.
1: Yeah, and the whole thing like we obviously know that they record the training rooms, the meeting rooms, you know, going back to the, the drew lock mask incident during the the COVID uh, situation, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, there's, there's recordings in there. So, you know, Peyton obviously watched some of those from when he said, you know, there's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed and tolerated in the freaking training rooms, the meeting rooms and on the offense. So like he's watching all this film and clearly is infuriated by what was going on. And, uh, obviously that none of that's going to go down uh, under his watch. So um,
0: he's the adult in you know, the room, he, just like we would, we would have been hoping like this is the first sign of adulting from the Broncos in a long time.
1: Yeah. And he was asked about that, you know, with with Russell Wilson's situation, having his own quarterback coach, you know, his own team of, of people, you know, and, and Peyton kind of defended Wilson said, you know, that wasn't his fault. That was the parents who allowed it, quote, the coaching staff, the GM. uh, That's not an incrimination on him, but an incrimination on the head coach, the GM, the president, and everybody else who watched it all happen. So, you know, he's kind of hinting that the whole organization was sick last year. And, you know, they have a new owner. uh, Greg Penner's kind of taking control. Sean Payton's coming, obviously, has completely taken control of the football um, side of things. And that showed in their in their opening press conference uh, of training camp. You know, last year you had Nathaniel Hackett, you had uh, George Payton, um, you had, you know, players and stuff. This year, no George Payton. It was Greg Penner. It was, uh, what's it? I want to say Damani Leach and then head coach Sean Payton. That's it. And yeah, I think no, that no, tells no. you who's uh, in control right now. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It, it, well, yesterday you'd made that. Or it was either you or someone else in our uh, Mile High Report Slack channel that was like, huh, we didn't hear from the GM. That's really interesting. And then this comes out today and it's very, he very he mentions GM in the quote. So, uh, I mean, it, let, it let, is that, interesting let that speak that for itself, you know.
1: It is interesting that of the three people he noted, the head coach, the GM and the president, the only person remaining is the GM. You know, Joe Ellis is gone. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett's gone. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where George Payton is, uh, you know, in 2024. Uh, you know, it doesn't that that wasn't a resounding. It has a Brian Sanders, kind of John
0: Elway feel to it, doesn't it? Like you just like yeah. just, like diminishing role, diminishing role. And then one day it just ceases to exist.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like George Payton. I think, you know, a lot of people says he sucks as a GM and all that, but I I thought he was pretty decent. He's brought in some good talent. Um, you know, not a 100%. So, you know, there's been some some whiffs. Um, a lot of people blame him for the Russell Wilson contract, but you kind of had to do that when you traded everything for him. Um, you know, so I I don't blame him for that, but you know, he he's had some good hits and some good misses, so it's kind of a mis- mixed bag. I would I would say that uh, I don't know what his future holds. It sure doesn't seem like Sean Payton is all that interested in keeping him around. So he, Payton strikes me as a guy who likes his, likes his guys that he knows and trusts for 20 years, you know? So mm-hmm. I could see a situation where he brings in a GM next year that he's worked with before and has a really long-term relationship with. Um, but overall uh, that, that whole interview is just a breath of fresh air for a fan, you know? Cause you always get the team. The, the Broncos are very good about this. They're they're always tailoring a narrative that makes everything okay, you know?
0: Yeah, <laughs> even they, when it they... was definitely not okay. Like last yeah. season, when it was completely off the rails, it was still like, oh, no, it's this is typical. This is typical Broncos style. And every fan that was watching it was like, this is not typical. This is, this is a new low for this franchise.
1: Yes, a new low is perfectly right. And gosh, I, I just feel like Sean Payton's interview here, is you already kind of felt the reset was coming, but he just smashed that reset button as hard as he could with this fist. And we got a hard reset. And I think we're going to see a completely different football team. You know, he did say it's, if this, if this team isn't a playoff team, he was going to be pissed off. So, you know, he's laying it all on the table. This is, these are the expectations. And he believes this team can, has the talent to make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs this year, you know, it's, it's a huge letdown. So I like the expectations. I like the, the frank, candid reality that we all knew and saw and lived through last year. So it's just good to hear it from, from the actual team for once. Um, maybe this is a, a sign of, of good things to come.
0: I agree. Uh, you should uh, check out all the coverage of this interview over at milehighreport.com. Uh, our, our good friend Scotty has been all over it from the moment it happened. And Uh, even has a little reaction from former players like Billy Turner. So go check that out over at milehighreport.com. For Tim Lynch, I am Jess Place, and this has been a special Something Something Broncos.